Hello and welcome to the Walk in Love podcast. I'm TJ and today I am solo and we're going to talk about what's spilling out of your cup. Bowl. It'll make sense later. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week, both Brooke and I, even though she's not here. Um, we really, really appreciate it. And a special thank you to the those of you watching on YouTube um, for letting us know, or even those of you listening on the podcast that went to YouTube and uh, let us know where you were listening slash watching from. Uh, we're on YouTube again today. If you want to watch along uh, me in a room, you can see some of my paintings behind me. Um, and I'll, I'll get into that a little bit. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to thank you guys for joining in on the conversation, letting us know where you were from. We had someone from Zimbabwe listening, which is crazy. Um, I'm not going to lie that if you pointed, if you grabbed a map and told me to find Zimbabwe, like a blank map, I don't think I'd be anywhere close. I know it's in Africa. Um, so yeah, so obviously I am riding solo today. Um, and that is because Brooke's voice has been frustrating her, um, physically, but I think more so emotionally. So on Friday in the morning, she was really down on herself, um, and not feeling great about it. And so we prayed as a family and then we just said, Hey, why don't we take a few days of voice rest and just allow you to just like not have to think about it. Um, so that started on Friday and she said a few words here and there, but for the most part, um, she hasn't said anything since Friday, and I think it's actually really helped her emotionally to kind of calm down and not just not have it be so in her head nonstop. Because, you know, it's like a, like, it's not like this, but but in a lot of ways, you know, like if, if you if you broke your ankle um, and you started recovering from that ankle break, um, every time you tried to walk quickly or run, you'd be like, ah, this ankle, it's really frustrating. So that's how Brooke feels every time she speaks, which, you know, you use your voice a lot. So it's a constant reminder. And I think it gets to her emotionally more than the physical part of it. And so, yeah, so we're just trying to take it one day at a time. Um, and prayers are always appreciated. Um, and we're just trying to find the special sauce that works and all while still believing for an incredible, incredible miracle. Um, I will say that one of the things that's gone really well over the last few days is Brooke has been absolutely 100% crushing it uh, on our stories. So I, I turn my smartphone into a dumb phone. The only thing I do is I watch our stories on her phone at the end of the night just to see what she posted. And I might be biased because I'm madly in love with her and we've been married for 13 years, but I feel like she's doing a great job. I feel like She's just sharing with confidence about what's going on in her life without really getting in her head about it. And she's doing a great job. Me, on the other hand, I have, uh, I guess it's day 11 or 12, maybe day nine. I don't know when I started, um, of the dumb phone. And, uh, which that's just a phrase that I borrowed from some guy's article. Um, just about like basically removing the distractions from your phone, turning off notifications, which I've had off for years. Um, deleting, time-consuming apps. So, yeah, so I'll actually just even pull up my phone. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can see this is my home screen. Um, so it's got my camera, Noom, the weight loss app that I use, uh, or the weight adjustment. I don't know. It's not really a weight loss app. It just it counts your calories. 
um, audible photos, messages, music, calendar, and phone. So, and then the, the next page is mostly just like everything's in a folder. Instagram's gone. YouTube's gone. All the time consuming apps are gone. Um, and the reason I did that was I just felt like, and we explained this the other week was just like, I just needed more deeper mental space to get some of the things done that I wanted to get done. Um, one of which is why I talked about the paintings is I'm going to sell some of these paintings behind me. Um, mostly because they take up a lot of space and, uh, we do not have enough wall space for all of them. Uh, plus, uh, you know, I pay for the canvases and the paint and stuff like that. So I'm hoping that it helps fund the hobby. Um, and so one of my dumb phone, uh, jobs, I've, I've few things that I really want to get done while my phone is not distracting me. One was getting these paintings for sale, um, which I will have up at some point, probably when I'm back on social media so I can tell people about it. Um, so that took a lot of steps, uh, forward the last week, which was really exciting. And, and again, I just feel like much like in January, I feel refreshed and, uh, I feel, you know, just better sometimes when I'm just not on my phone all the time. And it's like, it's very similar to eating healthy or eating clean. It's like, you don't realize how much is, um, like how much your food is affecting you until you start eating clean. And you're like, man, I have more energy. I feel healthier. I feel, you know, I feel more energetic. Um, and that is how I feel right now. And, and I'll talk about that later with what, uh, I want to talk about today, but dumb phone update is it's going great. And I'm really thankful that the spirit of God convicted me to do it and that I just did it. And, uh, I, I feel like it's been really beneficial. Um, this episode isn't going to be as long today because I'm riding solo and it's hard to do this all by yourself uh, at times, but I did watch two things this week. And so last week we we did the reviews. I feel like people liked it. So I'm going to do it again. Uh, I, I went and saw Thor love and thunder and I went and we finished off stranger things season four. So those are the two things I got to watch this week. I'll start with Thor love and thunder. I'm going to try to do this spoiler free. Um, but ho- hopefully, hopefully I'm, I'll do it spoiler free. Um, it was t- to me. So I saw it with four guys. All the other guys kind of liked it in my group. I did not really like it. I felt like it was um, sort of, hold on. Someone's texting me about Turo. Uh, there we go. <laughs> so Thor 11 Thunder, I felt like it was, the, I, I liked Thor Ragnarok. The first two Thors are sort of forgettable movies to me. There's part of me that thinks I'm just on superhero overlord, but uh, over like overwhelmed with superhero movies. But that's not totally true because I love Spider-Man No Way Home. I really enjoyed the Batman. Um, And so I saw Thor 11 Thunder. I did not have high hopes going in because I feel like ever since Endgame, Marvel doesn't have a plan for what they're doing. And so all their movies feel very chaotic and scattered and... Like there's no ultimate purpose or goal for all of these connected stories. And so because of that, you just kind of feel like none of them really matter um, because they're more concerned with connecting them all than actually telling a good story within the two hour time frame. So I've not been impressed with any of the Disney plus series, any of the Marvel since Endgame minus Spider-Man. Um, and so I did not have high hopes going in. I also feel like we're in the current digital or current uh film age of destroying legacy characters so like it happened in star wars it's happened it happened with loki it happened with dr strange 
where we take the main character and we kind of beat him down, make him kind of a fool so that we can elevate some new character that we want to promote. And so Thor was no different. He's kind of a bumbling idiot throughout the whole movie. The movie feels like a giant meme to me um, where it's just like, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a never ending joke, but when everything's a punchline, nothing really is funny to me. And so it just felt like the first 30, 40 minutes were just like this joke, like, you know, a, a comedian will build up to his punchline and then deliver his punchline and then build up again with Thor love and thunder. It felt like punchline, 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 punchline. And it was just like, ah, just stop. Like, memes are meant to be taken in small degrees, not 45 minutes of them. So overall, just, I was not impressed. And then they brought Natalie Portman back, which I felt like was a weird move. Um, but I also feel like actors only really make money in Marvel movies now. So they all want to be in them, but Natalie Portman felt like just so stagnant to me. And I just felt like I did not care at all because it had been so long since. And so they tried to like re-engage this Thor story love story with her and it just felt like it fell flat and so it just was not a good movie to me um and and one thing I always say about movies is like would I watch it again on an airplane that's sort of like the baseline this was a good movie I'm sitting on an airplane I got nothing to do for a few hours I'm gonna watch this movie I would not watch Thor Love and Thunder on a movie on an airplane again definitely wouldn't even rent it you know like that's the lowest bar to me um and so Outside of that, I'm just like, you know, not, not great. Um, so take that, take, take it or leave it is what I'll say. Um, but I would love to know if you guys saw what, what you thought uh, in the YouTube comments, that'd be cool. Um, and then the other thing I watched this, this week is we finished off uh, Stranger Things season four, which I understand is not for everybody. It's kind of a spooky show. Some people don't like that, that kind of stuff. Um, love season one, season two and three were sort of mad to me. Uh, again, did not have high hopes for season four. Um, if you guys have ever seen that meme of the horse drawing where it's like, you know, super beautiful, intricate drawing. And then that's season one. And then like, by the end, it's just a stick figure and you're like season four and on. But surprisingly, Stranger Things rallied in the last two episodes to me, the, 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 the season as a whole, the first, whatever, six episodes to me felt very, like some parts were really excellent and really good and really interesting, especially when it comes to Steve and Dustin um, and other parts were just like, uh, why are these characters? It, it's definitely a show that suffers from having too many characters with too short of a time. So like back in the day, television used to be like 24 episodes for a season. And so if Stranger Things season four was 24 episodes, you would have time to tell all these really great stories with all this huge cast of characters, but they jam it into eight episodes. And so you find yourself being like, I don't really care about that story. Let's stop talking about that one. And let's go to this one. Um, but surprisingly they did a really good job at the end kind of bringing it all together and I felt like they had some good character development some good story arcs that were satisfying to complete they kind of rediscovered some of the magic of season one to me um and it, it was one of those things like and I saw I'd seen Thor the night before and then Brooke and I watched uh, one of the each episodes the following two nights and like the difference was kind of shocking to me like the stranger things season four episodes I was like on the edge of my seat caring about some of these characters even getting teary-eyed and like Thor I was just like on my phone I'm like I don't care what happens to any of these people um and so very different two experiences back to back um so if, if Stranger Things if you like Stranger Things season one and two and three didn't do it for you season four might um kind of re-engage your enjoyment of it uh but I understand it's not for everything it's kind of spooky uh for some people so those are the two things I watched. 
And uh, that's the only segment I have for today. So I'm going to jump right into what I want to talk about, which is uh, a, a met, uh, section of this book called Parenting by Paul David Tripp, 14 Gospel Pr- Principles That Can Radically Change Your Family. So I've been very slowly, slowly uh, reading this book. Um, so I read The Habits of the Household um, by Justin something, <laughs> Justin Early something. He's got like a hyphenated name. And in every chapter, at the end of every chapter of Habits of Household, he said continued reading, like recommended reading. And there'd be different books, like he recommended Atomic Habits or The Power of Habit or like, and then there were like some parenting books, but almost in every single one of his chapters, he recommended this book. Um, And so I was like, well, that's got to mean something. So I should check it out. So I'm only about 40 some pages in. I've I've noticed that I've become a slower reader recently, um, that I just like really... I'm trying to take my time and actually absorb the information and not just be like, Oh, I finished X amount of books this year. I'd rather remember them than just finish more. Um, and so this, this, this book is excellent so far. And if you have kids, I'm only 40 pages in, but I highly recommend it. But this part really like kind of caught me. And it was something that I was like, man, and I think we'll, I'll talk about this with Brooke when she's back, but I want to just talk about it right now because it's something I've been thinking about. So this is from his book, Parenting. pretend that I have a bowl of water in my hands and I shake it vigorously and water splashes out of the bowl. And suppose I ask you why water spilled out of the bowl and you answer that it spilled because I shook it. It all sounds pretty logical, doesn't it? But the answer is only partly correct. Why did water splash out of the bowl? Because water was in the bowl. If the bowl had been filled with milk, you could shake it for an eternity and water would never spill out of it. In the same way, it is very important for parents to understand and humbly admit that when we are shaken by sin, weakness, rebellion, foolishness, and or failure of our children, what comes out of us, words, actions, attitudes, is what is already inside of us. And so you read something like that, and you're just like, jeez, oh, you know, like that, that will kind of knock your feet out from under you. And, and, and so I read it, and I was like, man, how incredibly true that is. And I just love the visual of just holding the bowl, and knowing that in life, things are going to spill out. Like I, I'm eventually going to stumble or I'm going to get frustrated or I'm going to try to do something too quickly. Um, and eventually something's going to spill out of this bowl. Like whatever's inside of my heart is going to spill out in my conversation, in my action, in my uh, demeanor. And so what is inside fueling me? And, and this goes really well with the dumb phone. And so, and really well with sort of like the analogy I was giving earlier that just like, if we only eat junk food, if I ate sour candy every single day of the week, which would be amazing in theory until I felt horrible and slow and sluggish and dull and, you know, like just, I wasn't firing on all cylinders. I probably wouldn't be able to keep up with my kids. Then, you know, that, that would be frustrating. And so the same is true about our souls and our hearts is same as our physical bodies. Like what we put into our physical body affects the energy output. And so I've been on sort of a health kick lately and I feel great. Like I feel really energetic and I feel like I'm playing better at the beach with the kid, with the girls. And, you know, I'm so thankful for that. And so I found myself feeling very, and we talked about this in recent episodes where I was just like, I feel like everything I'm doing is so surface level. I'm not diving deep into the work and the projects that bring me life and fulfillment. And so that's why I went with the dumb phone. And, and I feel like that water analogy is so perfect. It's like, 
Well, what's going to spill out of me is what I'm consuming. And so if I'm just constantly consuming like the volatile, incredibly intense social media persona rhetoric, whatever you want to call it, then when I get frustrated, that's going to be what's at the surface level for me. And instead, I'm not filling myself with the fruits of the spirit. I'm not filling myself with the word of God. I'm not filling myself with worship music or with, you know, joy or things that bring me, fill my heart with incredible peace. And so to me, I was just like reading that passage kind of reinvigorated me to be like, I'm going to ride this dumb phone thing out for as long as I can, because I want to be someone that when they spill, when I'm rushed or I'm frustrated or my kids don't do what that, what I want them to do, or Brooke's voice isn't where it wants, where it is needs to be. And I spill and I stumble that while some negativity may come out, that the majority of what comes out is refreshing. And, and, and I felt like this week, I wanted to encourage all of you in the same way that if you feel like, man, I am just like, I'm paper thin. I'm super stressed. I am anxious. I am snappy and snippy and just like tense. My, you know, like my shoulders are tense. Uh, Maybe it's time to do a little dumb phone and maybe it's time to really watch what you're intaking so that when you do spill or when your kids are obnoxious, uh, that the thing that comes out isn't, you know, hostility or frustration that you have good fruit in the bowl. And that is what's spilling out when things don't go right. Um, and so, yeah, I just wanted to encourage all of you in that this week, um, while Brooke's not being able to be here with us. And yeah, I just think like, you know, it was just a little bit, a little bit of a story that I wanted to share. And, you know, it's not, you know, it's definitely a little bit harder to have a conversation about it when I'm by myself in our office. Um, and so, yeah, so I I would just really encourage you to, to just think about that analogy all week, you know, what it, what it would be like to know what's in that bowl of water, because it's going to spill. And when it does, what's it going to be? So that's it. And, uh, I want to end with some news that we have upcoming, uh, August 1st, we got a tea of the month coming out. Um, it's, from the design vault, but not too far back. So some of you might may have it, but it's really good. And we're really stoked about it. Uh, we are having a live event on December 22nd in Mannheim, Pennsylvania. I'm going to just keep talking about that until we uh, have some more details, but I'm just going to keep saying it. Uh, the fall collection now has a date of August 25th, and we are sending previews to the podcast group text. And to join that, all you need to do is text the word podcast to 717-563-6588 and uh, we'll, you know, that'll automatically add you to the list. And we're trying to send previews out as uh, to build up to the collection. But yeah, that's it for today. Uh, my question for YouTube, I felt like I had one and now I'm totally blanking. Ah, shoot. Oh man, I don't know. Just comment on the YouTube. Let us know where you're at, what, what's going on. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us part of your week. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the prayers and the support for Brooke because, um, yeah, it's just, it's, we're just so grateful for it. I, I just can't say enough and uh, join me this week in believing for just a miracle that's just going to be healed in Jesus' name. All right, thanks. Okay, I love you. Bye. <laughs>